Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. everyone. We're so happy you joined us. I'm Marge Bow and I'm here with Margaret Miller, my good friend Margaret. How are you today, Margaret? I am doing very well, Marge. And you? I am great. And <laughs> especially because today we have quite the conversation that we're going to get into <laughs> because today's show is about expectation. And um, we all face that. In fact, the I Ching, which is called the Book of Change from the Chinese um, Beautiful Wisdom. And the name of this I Ching is increasing. And from the time that we're born, and especially as we move into our adult years, we begin increasing a lot in a lot of ways, increasing our self-awareness, but increasing our goals and where we want to go in life and what we want to create and our relationships. And you can just feel the expansion and the increasing. And along the road, at some point, we are usually faced with disappointment um, and our expectations are not always met. So today's discussion is really around what happens when we begin to increase, when we set goals and we create our dreams and then we're met with, with um, disappointment and how expectation is a part of that and how we maneuver through that so that we can come out on the other side. So mm -hmm. Margaret, I'm really excited about that. And as I was kind of pondering um, disappointments in my own life here and there, um, I started wondering what, was the, what were the things, what was the setup, right? What were the emotions, the mental and emotional setup for that disappointment. And certainly we can have disappointment that is happening because things are happening in our world that we didn't even expect, right? That we didn't initiate, that we didn't create, but we have to begin to look at our response to those situations. And so these are some of the emotional responses that I'm aware of based on some disappointments that I have experienced in the past. And one might be jealousy. Another may be insecurity. Certainly fear is at the base of everything as we've talked about many times. Uh, resentment, anger, frustration. And a big one I think is scarcity because I think we grow up in our culture and in the world, uh, competition is definitely a part of all of that. And I, I grew up in my adult years working in the business world and competition was very much a part of that. And you get the feel of that and you learn that we've got to be competitive and that's part of the languaging. And um, it used to mean, and hopefully we're all evolving to a different place, but it used to mean that I win and you lose. And I think it's evolved a, a bit to win-win. Whereas, you know, I get something of what I want. I know what you want. You get something of what you want and we can move forward together in a win-win. So um, all of those things. Now, where do all these emotions come from? Well, they come from my beliefs, my beliefs around scarcity, my beliefs around competition, my beliefs around, you know, what I need versus and what I want 
versus what you need and what you want. Mm -hmm. So Margaret, I felt like that was a beginning launch pad for this whole conversation we're going to have today. Yeah, and it does. It makes sense to start there because this, you know, even though it's sort of the result of um, sort of failed expectations, right? The disappointment is is the result of having the expectation. It really is where we find ourselves, um, you know, contemplating that uh, and and uh, recognizing sort of the the trap of expectations. Right where we when we do find that ourselves disappointed, and I think um, a, another one that I would add to that scarcity idea is uh, running out of time. Mm -hmm. Like if, I, if this if if this doesn't happen soon, I'm not gonna you know I'm running out of time. There's no time for me to have this um, amazing experience that I've been you know dreaming or or expecting or putting out there into the future and and so that's kind of where where my um awareness goes is into the fact that when i built up that expectation i i immediately took myself out of the present moment and launched myself into some imagined future and in doing that, have no um, no basis for no awareness in the present moment. Yeah, that's really well said because when we are at our greatest stress, we're usually somewhere in the future or somewhere in the past, and that takes us away from the present. And when we're not in the present, then we don't. Then we may not be able to connect with with our total responsibility and having choice, which is also a really important piece of this process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when, when, when you talk about the, you know, sort of what, what those disappointments are and what they look like, what, what is the, you know, what, what point do you recognize that you are in a shadow, that you are in a shadow of, um, you know, of expectation, that that is actually not a, a good thing in that moment. Because it doesn't sound bad, right? It doesn't sound to have, you know, if you have good expectations, you know, that just reminds me of the book, Great Expectations, what a, you know, what a, <laughs> that didn't work out too well, <laughs> if you've read that book, but. That's <laughs> yes, right. And, you know, the and this kind of makes me think of the big picture and the little picture, right? The big picture is the, is the goal. It's the dream. It's whatever it is you put out there. And then the little picture is the detail, the minutia, the, the process of reaching that. And in usually the trigger is in the process of reaching that because I either, you know, it, oftentimes our goals and dreams, of course, involve other people. And um, when we bring into other people, they have their own dreams and goals that might conflict with mine. And so this is when I can, I think when we recognize when we are stuck in the, pre, in the future or the past, we, we can go into a mental loop, right? And that mental loop are, are thoughts that are generated by beliefs that we have and there could be a belief speaking about, you know, the ending of all things, the time 
the time continuum you're talking about, because this really is about death too, right? If I don't have enough time, then it kind of means, well, then I'm out of time. I'm die. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> right. So there's time is hooked to death is hooked to death. So life and rebirth and all of that. And so, um, so these beliefs, beliefs that I, I'm holding have a critical time element, I think, to them. And these thoughts, we can loop into these thoughts that trigger little, um, little old places, patterns and old beliefs that we may not have visited in a while that start initiating some of these feelings of scarcity and jealousy or um, anger or frustration. And when, as soon as we move into that kind of energy, things start to constrict. The energy fields start to constrict and stagnate. And we want movement. In fact, um, one of the, I'm, I'm just gonna bring up, might as well bring it up now, one of the oils, essential oils. And you know, the, so the, there's two meridians. Meridians are energies, uh, energy, um, energy channels in the body that connect with organs and glands and that that cycle chi and chi is life force and so this energy cycles through the meridian system in a 24-hour clock and it, cycle, it cycles through chi our life force and it touches you know it energetically touches organs and glands in the body and so the the what we're talking about today really is connected to lung and large intestine and that's the metal element in the Chinese five element theory. And so the metal element um, is about, it can be about structure, it can be about um, communication, discipline, organization, but specifically lungs, if you think about what lungs do, they breathe in life, right? And, but they're all, there's also energy of self-worth and also grief, because when we don't get thing, we don't when we don't have things happen the way we want to happen. Oftentimes, there is a sadness to that that we have to begin to hopefully let go of something, and that takes me to the second meridian of the metal element, which is large intestine. Large intestine is about letting go. It it literally helps us to let go of waste in our body, um, but it's also about letting go of things we don't want to hold on to. And so smell is the sense of the metal element. And so to, because smell is the sense related to the metal element, I wanted to bring in some oils. And the first essential oil that I want to bring in is cypress. And cypress is the oil of motion and flow. So again, that speaks to this idea that when I am in the future, or in the past processing in my, in my brain and my being, then things start to stagnate and get constricted. And I want to bring flow and motion so that I can move things and begin to let go of things I, I don't want to hold on to anymore. And so cypress is a beautiful essential oil. And you only need one drop if you have a high, high quality oil like doTERRA oils. If you want more information about those oils, you can go to my website, um, marchbowen.com. But just rub one drop on your hand, cup over your nose and just breathe in. Or I like to rub, I like to put some on the bottom of my feet to really support. So because these the natural chemistry of the oils really does have a offer a chemistry, not just a vibrational uh, benefit, but a chemistry benefit for our body. 
Mm-hmm. So that's a long answer to your question, Margaret. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you'd like to say something about all of that. Well, you know, the, the thing that really is standing out for me in all of that is, is the, the idea that, our, that the linkage between expectation and time and life and death. And, and so, you know, we start out... Um, uh, with the expectations usually are external, like other people's expectations of us, right? And so we learn about the, um, the pros and cons of expectation <laughs> from, you know, from our parents and from our, uh, you know, teachers and, you know, society and so forth, because um, eventually we're going to not meet someone else's expectation, probably usually pretty early on, right? And so, and we know the the disappointment uh, or the feeling of receiving other people's disappointment in us, right? And so, so it is a hook that is so deep and so, um, pronounced, you know, it can be, if we haven't really moved through that in our lives, it can then lead us to um, sort of these self-sabotaging expectations in the future, right? And so, and so it is, it was beautiful how you were kind of going into the past and into the future. It's like, yeah, this is, this is sort of our, our dance between life and death. Um, and, and do we have the time to, um, fulfill, do we have the time to fulfill our own expectations and do we have the time to correct, uh, uh, you know, the, the, our shortcomings (laughs) from other people's expectations of us? It's kind of a, a a crazy way of looking at it, but, but that's what, what really unfolded. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and um, take our break now. And when we come back, let's um, dive further into this uh, expectation trap. (laughs) You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, 
you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is March Bowen. Margaret, before we went on break, um, we were talking about expectations and that really that takes me to into disappointment because as we have feel the expectations of others as we're growing up and then we have our own expectations of people around us. Um, it really links into, I think what you were talking about is our story. So we have these experiences, right? And these are these are stored in our subconscious brain. So uh, we may not even be realize that we're operating from, a, from an old program, right? But it's part of our story. And, you know, I think part of the healing path is realizing what story I've been telling myself all of my life that has set me up for this disappointment. So it's a really great conversation. And the story um, can be other people's voices. It can be society's voice or it can be our voice. Uh, it can be all of those things. And uh, that story can keep us in that loop I was talking about and even and even keep us in more of a victim mentality, which means I have no choice, right? I don't have the power to change anything. So it's very important, I think, for all of us to recognize when we have a deep disappointment, what is the story we've been telling ourselves about this situation or about this person or about this relationship or this job or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. And I think that when, if, when we do look at that, we will often find that it's a fictional story <laughs> that we're not actually um, dealing with, with reality. Uh, the story that we've created isn't necessarily backed up by, um, by something tangible in, in our lives. And, and, and so along with that, there's this, tendency to once we you know once we've gone through a couple of disappointments we then you know, will often judge ourselves as uh not good enough or not lovable enough or not you know that's our you know we touch onto our core wound in there that's that usually has one of those flavors right uh, either not good enough or not lovable not worthy right and and so then we start we start postponing our experience, the things that we really want to do and experience in life because we're not ready yet, because we're not good enough, because we're not, um, you, you know, we don't have what we need in place in order to even begin or take the first step. And so then, we, then we're sitting in this, uh, could be for years, in this postponement of our enjoyment of life <laughs> it's it's the great um 
life drama, isn't it? And it is the process of life. So we're always in the process of life and it goes on whether we want it to or not. That's just the reality of how we grow and learn and things like that. But it makes me think of a great example of the kind of thing we're talking about here. And that is the story of the good little girl, right? The good little girl who pleases everybody and doesn't upset the status quo and is always really nice. And you can just when you hear that, you can hear that, uh, well, she may not learn to say no. She may not speak her her truth, right? Um, She may begin to feel pulled everywhere because she's not putting boundaries in place that allow her to be who she is because she's driven by the expectations of others around her and therefore constantly disappointed. So that would be an old program that hopefully she becomes aware of uh, as she moves into maybe her early twenties, maybe teenage life, you know, but, and going forward. And then we don't just learn it and it's gone. Sometimes these old stories and programs stay with us. And there's, you know, there, we, we have layers of, of healing that we have to do with those. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just an example, but there are many, many stories and there's stories of self. And then there are stories of marriage. And then there are stories of uh, other rela- child relationships, you know, when, it, when you have children and grandchildren and, um, and then stories about who I am in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so how do we, uh, how do we deal with those expectations? You know, how do we, um, it's not like expect, it's like everything that we've ever talked about, you know, the shadow itself is not a bad thing. Having expectations in it, in and of itself is not a bad thing. Wanting to have control over certain things in your life is not a bad thing in and of itself, right? right. But, but it's when we, uh, put all of the effort on that expectation and and if that expectation doesn't turn out the way we want then that's a severe disappointment that doesn't have any room for um it doesn't have any redeeming qualities right (laughs) when we when we're when we're just when we are so stuck on whatever we're that expectation is, it doesn't have any, there's no room. Like you said, we start to constrict our vision. And so if it doesn't turn out this way, then I'm crushed mm-hmm. rather than, oh, look, there's some space for s- some creativity in here where, where maybe we have an expectation. And I think I'm maybe jumping the gun on this, but we have an expectation, but we're also willing to trust the the universe to provide us something uh, in a different way, maybe than we even expected, right? Then, then that expectation can be sort of a positive um, driving force for us to move forward. Uh, So it's, it's not, it's not that disappointment or that, expectation always leads to disappointment no but it can certainly lead to drama can it right (laughs) and and in drama we can end up blaming others 
we we put the we put the responsibility of making me feel this way or behave this way on others. And that's a real red flag. If I'm in a blaming game and I'm angry or frustrated with somebody because they aren't behaving in the way that I think they should behave or I'm not getting exactly what I want, you know, this is where we have to stop and, and ask ourselves, am I, what am I, where am I with this? What am I doing to set this up? How am I contributing to the drama? Right? What are my own expectations? What do I really want here? And why do I want that? So again, it always comes back, of course, to monitoring and being aware of self. So it's inner focus, moving back from outer focus, that's where the drama is, is outside of ourselves, and moving back to an inner focus to evaluate, you know, how this even became, how I even stepped into this drama or created this drama. And, and I think also a real commitment to, and this is choice. Now I'm talking about choice, which is so very important, an, an important piece of this, because how, do, how, how committed am I to not adding to the drama and not creating drama? So there's the choice. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think asking yourself, is there drama in my relationships? Is that a consistent pattern? If it is, it's time to go inward and say, what is it about? Why am, how, it, how is it I'm creating or adding to this drama? And how, what do I need to disconnect myself from the drama, but really from a heart place, communicate what I need, to, what I want to communicate here. Yeah, I like, I like the, those questions. And I think another, another question that you can add in there uh, when, you're, when you're evaluating that is, who am I being right now? <laughs> and mm-hmm you know, am I even acting as myself right now? Or am I parroting something from my parents? Am I, or from somebody else, you know, am I like um, superimposing their expectations of me onto somebody else because, <laughs> because it feels powerful or it feels like what I should do. Right. Be- and, and, or am I, and and how old am I being? That's that's always a question when we're talking about our shadows, right? How old am I right now? <laughs> yeah, that's really good because you know the metal element, metal is rigid, right? It's hard, it's rigid. And so um that that metal element, that rigidity that's associated with the metal element, that comes with structure and organization. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Structure and organization is a good thing. But it it isn't always, there needs to be flexibility and flow because it's like all of us have grown up in some kind of structure, whether it's family structure, um, you know, political structure, um, church structure. Uh, medical structure. I mean, it doesn't, there, there are structures everywhere. And we all have seen the limitation of those structures sometimes. And we have all observed when people step out of the structure, they, they, they bump up against this, they challenge the structure. Mm-hmm. And that can, you know, that can be really, really stressful, but it can be such a gift because because that's when creativity happens. And all of a sudden now all of our perceptions are changed and the structure becomes something new. 
So we've all witnessed that in life. So that is the that is the metal. That's why I think the lung energy, that the, the self-worth and the dealing with your grief, letting go of the grief, right? So that you can move back into that creativity and and feel feel worthy of thinking differently or or um, creating something different from the the known structure. And that's that flexibility, that flow and movement and motion that I'm talking about. Right. And it's also, I mean, the breath is our, our number one a pathway back to the present moment, right? <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to actually become conscious of our breath and to breathe in and out. Here we can be in the present moment. And I, I was reminded also of um, Eckhart Tolle, uh, his you know, idea about if, if it's guilt, regret, resentment, that's too much past and not enough presence. Mm -hmm. If it's fear and anxiety or, or anxiety, it's too much future and not enough presence, right? And so bringing ourselves back into that present moment through the breath is, is such a powerful um, pathway. It's a, such a powerful tool for us to use, yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure is. Well, and so that kind of takes us to this journey. We talked about expectations. We've sort of moved into disappointments and how they sometimes um, embody where we are, you know, uh, through our story, but also through regrets, you know, that now we're getting into the grief part mm -hmm. and then um, perfectionism and things like that. So I want to talk when we come back, I want to talk about detachment. That's where we're going next, I think. Wonderful. Okay, so let's go ahead and take our break. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm March Bowen with Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're so happy you joined us again. So we're going to talk about detachment. And this is detachment. It can be confusing, I think, sometimes because we're, you know, if, if we're too detached, we're apathetic, right? So we don't, it, being apathetic is just coming across like we really don't care. And that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking, really talking about letting go, letting go of the drama, letting go of the expectation, opening up for 
some new possibility. And I, I just want to remind everyone. So now letting go is large intestine energy, right? And I just want to remind everyone that, that because these meridians um, have relationships with the body, that noticing what your body is doing and how it's functioning is a really important part of the story. So we can, you know, certainly listen to our emotional experience and that's gonna give us lots of information. It's gonna lead us to, to really um, maybe thoughts that aren't working for us anymore that are based on old beliefs and uh, maybe it's someone else's thought that we're t adopting and it's not really our own, you know, there are things like that. But, but it's also about really being in tune with, um, what we're limiting within ourselves and imposing upon others because of that. Because true letting go is gonna have not only a physical thing. So anytime you feel constricted in your body, so your large intestine you know, isn't working like it should, it's always helpful to not just look at the physical attributions of that, okay? And make sure, you know, I'm getting enough fiber in my diet, I'm drinking enough water, you know, I'm eating a healthy diet, things like that that support large intestine function, but also to look at the energetics of that, which is what do I need to let go of so that I can relax internally? Because again, our whole digestive system is such a, it's such an important indicator of our overall health um, emotionally, mentally, physically, and energetically. And so paying attention to signals of our body can really alert us about old programs and patterns that are running and keeping us disappointed or, um, yeah, our inability to let go. Yeah. And that's, and it is, I mean, this is such a, uh, a, a big topic, you know, the fear of, letting go like when when the fear of change right we want things to stay in if things are comfortable you know if we seem if we are feeling comfortable even if it's really not the greatest situation but we're used to it and we're comfortable in it sometimes we will uh grip onto and hang on to things that really uh need to change and and that's you know so it, and it's a beautiful it's not just an analogy. I mean, it really is the physical, um, uh, the, the physical reality of our bodies is if we are holding on to things that need to be let go of, we're not functioning properly. Mm -hmm. And our physiology is going to let us know. And like you said, the digestive system is so sensitive to that flow. If we are, if we're operating in the flow of life, then all of the that physical functioning is going to be, you know, be responding correctly. If we're not, then it's over a period of time, it definitely is going to, it reminds me, it's, it's going to malfunction, right? I, it reminds me of, as a child, if we would go on a, a trip, I would become constipated. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, because I, I was like out of my, <clears throat> out of my comfort zone, out of my uh, natural environment, <laughs> you know, and, and, and not knowing what to expect. And so a lot of gripping around that. 
Well, and right. And that, you know, what you're talking about is compensation, how you had to compensate Mm -hmm. in your childhood to survive your childhood and compensation. We compensate our muscles compensate all the time. If I have a muscle on my left side that isn't in my leg, for example, that isn't functioning the way it should, that it's not firing, you know, that it's not connecting to the brain and talking to the brain like it should, then my right side will make up for that. Mm -hmm. And over time, I'm going to feel pain probably on my right side when the problem is on the left side. So there's this compensation that happens, but we compensate throughout life. And that's what you're talking about. And so, and so, because here's where trust comes in, right? Mm. You hadn't learned trust yet to trust that you could handle the change or to trust the people around you to take care of you when change occurred, whatever it is, I think trust becomes just a huge part of this conversation of being able to let go. And it's not just trusting ourselves, but trusting others and trusting really the flow of life and the universe and things like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, I think in, in all of our conversations, uh, the true attribute of a mystic or the true attribute of a seeker in this life, you know, one that is, trusting the process and 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 really being able to um and and that's what detachment is it's not a not caring you can care really deeply about everything that happens but not having really an opinion or a preference to it because you have this innate uh and i think it is innate i don't think we just learn it i think that we relearn it over you know over our lives that innate trust in life that that life is a beautiful thing and it is providing us with exactly what we need at exactly the right time and uh you know but when we have lost that or when we have not developed that it can be um a challenging place to get back to (laughs) Yes. And, and, you know, and trust, yes, because that trust is, it's really tricky. And I I know it's taken me decades to learn, you know, to learn a level of trust that, so that if I'm in an unknown situation, I am able to just relax and say, you know what, I don't, I don't have the answer to that now, but I know I'll recognize it when I see it. That is a powerful place to be because so much of the time we feel like we have to know. I have to know what the change, I have to know that if I'm not here, then I'm over here. Mm -hmm. And if we don't know what over here is, then it can be often very difficult to trust and let go. Um, But it's in not knowing. And I think that's what you're referring to with mystics is mystics don't have to know. We don't have to know, but we do have to trust that we will know or that it will be presented to us or that we'll recognize it or intuitively will, you know, in that way, we'll recognize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the other, you know, sort of funny part about that is that as you become, as you go deeper and deeper into the mystic, you recognize that you don't know anything. <laughs> and so and so, you know, and that you probably never will know anything <laughs> for certain. Say, I was going to say detachment for me is a great humbler too. It's a great humbling because when, if, if I'm in a situation where I've had huge disappointment that's taken me into a very sad, uncomfortable, emotionally painful place, 
Um, I do tend to withdraw. I tend to, you know, my soft underbelly was exposed, right? So I want to pull back. And that's a form of detachment, but that's okay because it's in that pulling back that I start going in and I'm humbled, right? It's, I'm humbled enough to um, begin asking, oh my gosh, why, what is this huge emotional response for me? And that's a big question because there can be so many things wrapped up in that, including expectations. This isn't going how I thought it was going to go, how I wanted it to go. Now, what do I do? Right. And it's in that process that I have learned to trust myself. And that brings me to relating with other people too, because I think some of the, sometimes we hold back in revealing our true soft underbelly. In other words, being um, exposed, right? Being uh, truly vulnerable with others in order to get at this, um, this depth and sometimes great grief to have a conversation that can help move us both forward. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't trust their own emotional self that they'll be okay if they expose that, if they, if they express that, if they let that go with another, because I think we focus on the outcome, right? If I let this go, if I say this and, and express this to this person, they're going to reject me or they're going to dislike me or whatever that is. Yeah. And But what's really magical about that is that we begin to trust ourselves when we're able to to do that we build a new kind of trust yeah yes we do and and so and that that kind of brings us back to at least in my uh mind it brings us back to the idea of our stories and and uh, there was something uh that i was reading in richard rudd's in in his description of the of this gene key that we're that we're uh, playing with and dancing around here, uh, the the 42nd gene key of uh, expectation, detachment, and celebration, and it and he talks about the story that when we when we begin to um, practice detachment, when we really are become detached it's not even that we let go of the expectation it's just that we hold it loosely and 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 then we we recognize that we're the writer of the story right we're writing our story but we're also reading the story we're the reader of the story and so it's like oh well well here's here's what i am putting forth and this is what I, you know, this is what I'm expecting or, or, you know, desiring. And I'm writing this in my story, but now I'm at that edge where I'm reading the story, wondering what the heck the universe is going to do in response. Right. And so, and so it's more like uh, to me, when we're really in that flow of detachment, we are uh, living uh, life as a grand adventure and and so we still have we still have our expectations we still have you know things that we're desiring or wanting to happen but we don't have it, that that really narrowing constricting idea of how it has to show up and what it needs to look like in the end result thank you for saying that because in that 
we it, it busts open our ability to ask for what it is we want. Now we're back to dreams again, right? But sometimes we're not as clear on it. Well, sometimes we want something, but if the expectation, our own expectation isn't met, then that's when we move into disappointment. So what you're talking about is it busts it open for me to really excavate and find out, well, what's the most important thing for me? What is it I really want? And how do I communicate that without expectation, right? And um, it can really create some beautiful flow and communication. Right, and you don't, and, you, and when you do that, you're not limiting the universe's delivery system. Like, right. when, we, when we have a specific expectation <laughs> of, of something, you know, the, the universe has to uh, do all kinds of machinations in order for that to occur, right? But where, whereas if we don't have a, a particular idea of what it needs to look like or how or when it needs to happen, then the universe has the whole universe to draw from and to bring things into their proper um their proper order in order to give you what you want <laughs> so to speak little surprises to me yeah yeah <laughs> well let's go ahead and take a break and uh see what happens when we get back <laughs> hey, sounds okay. good you're listening to mystic margaritas with marge bowen and margaret miller on inspired choices network Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Margaret, I think I'm going to introduce a couple of more essential oils. Um, the first one is eucalyptus, and eucalyptus is the oil of wellness. And I love eucalyptus because we're talking about lung and large intestine energy anyway. And of course, eucalyptus has this aroma that opens up our lungs and our airways. And so, but it's the oil of wellness. So it's really about being liberated, responsible, and encouraged. Because when we go through this process of, mm, of um, expectations and disappointment, uh, we can really lose hope and we never want to lose hope. Um, we always want to grow. Let me, let me, I had something I want to written down. I want to just refer to let go of our expectations, but never let go of our hopes. We never want to lose our hopes because 
that keeps propelling us forward, right? Our hope, our hope that we can change, the world can change, those can change around us. You know, there is change. It's, it'll, it's something better, increasing, back to the I Ching, increasing, right, energy. And then the second oil is green mandarin. It's a beautiful citrusy oil, and it's the oil of um, pure potential. Mm. And of course, we're all here to learn and discover our pure potential because that serves us and it serves the world. So I love adding the essential oils um, to any intention, but anytime I want to shift emotional energy or, a, or thinking energy or physical energy, um, the oils are a wonderful tool with all of the other beautiful tools that we've introduced in this. Yeah, they most certainly are. Yeah, I love, I love to use them as well. And, and I use them on myself and on uh, the horses that I work with also. Yeah, wonderful on animals. So yeah. let's talk more about trust and this celebration, what that can lead to and why celebration. So this joy, right? Celebration is such a, such a joy and an, and, a, and an uplifting energy. Yeah, so I want to jump in uh, right away with that uh, because I wanted to introduce the Sabian symbol for today, Perfect. Sabian symbol in astrology, and we are, the sun is at 24 degrees of Aries today, and the symbol for that is a, win a window curtain blown inward into the shape of a cornucopia, mm -hmm. and it's talking about um, uh, you know, the spiritual energies, allowing ourselves to be shaped by the power of spiritual forces, allowing our, the spiritual energies to inspire us, to impress us, right? And so, and so really, it's saying the same thing. It's saying, you know, when we can be detached from our expectations, uh, but also um, that then we're in a place where we can be surprised and we can be inspired and and we can marvel at how the universe can can turn something that seems to be um, devastating, even right, so, you know, a horrible event in our lives or something, and that that all of a sudden there's this awareness or this perception of the gift in it and and so or the silver lining so to speak in it you know i want to talk about this in a, in a little bit different way too because there are many silver linings right and it makes me think of that and i've referred to this a few times before but that car accident that i had where i was hit by someone running a red light, right? And um, I was okay, but my car was totaled. My my dog was injured. But I, you know, I thought a lot about that. And I've had people ask me, well, what do you think that meant? Like, why did you think that happened? You know? And because as I was sitting at the light before I was the first one to the stoplight, I was waiting for the stoplight. And I had the thought, which is so bizarre, I had the thought, you know, I've heard of a lot of people getting hit by people who have run red lights on Main Street. So I need to be careful, right? And so I, I was, I, I slow, I looked, I didn't see, there was a car next to me, so I couldn't see that lane, but um, I slowly went out into the intersection and bam. And I've decided since then that it wasn't 
it really wasn't my lesson that, that sometimes we hold the space for others to learn that we are a divine part of another's lesson or another's opportunity to learn. And I really feel strongly that that was the case with that situation. And I just want to put that out there for people because it's kind of a very spiritual, mystical and magical way of viewing an upset or a, you know, something surprising that's happened that we can be affected by. I, I like that. That that reminds me of something that I'm really pondering right now quite a bit. I'm getting ready to teach a class on it actually is, um, is cultivating symbolic sight and being able to look at these things from uh, a very uh, a big picture kind of a perspective, like being able to see the symbolism in something and, and to recognize, you know, that, that, that we are a part of a larger play. Yes. You know, which is what you're saying. And, and sometimes uh, the things that are happening to us aren't, that seem to be happening to us, aren't necessarily just for us. It's for whoever you know, in that case, whoever else who was driving the car and what they needed to be paying attention to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it speaks to the big picture too. I, we get, we can become very uh, focused on the drama, if you will, mm -hmm. and it can keep swirling things in it for us and make us very uncomfortable or sad or pain, pained or whatever it is. And I think we do, it's, it's helpful to open up our vision and make it bigger just to see the symbolism as you're saying it's a beautiful thing to be able to uh, embrace symbolic sight mm -hmm. uh, it really allows for a lot more movement and perspective i think yes yes and it's a much more it, the word that comes up is it's a much more mature perspective because it it really is you know it is um, allowing the universe to provide us with everything that we require and, and to really trust in that way. And that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And to be able to, um, uh, to then participate in our own lives. Um, I come back to the great adventure because that's, that's sort of one of my archetypes is the adventurer like I came here to you know have this awesome adventure <laughs> and and so everything is a part of that and I I kind of um uh, one last thing you know uh, something that I have discovered through um through this is that even in in the death of of people we have a great adventure there's a great adventure and a great gift that's offered to us. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a weird way to end, but, but I just really believe that it's true. And I've experienced it so many times. Anyway, yeah. thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you. Bye to Margaret. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Thank you for choosing to listen to the mystic Margarita show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.